Welcome to Are We There Yet? Transport into the Future. This is a series of programs that look at current issues and developments and what they mean for the transport we need, we want and what we can supply in the future. These programs are written and presented by David Brown. Emmanuel Natalizio is the Managing Director of Traffic Works, a consultancy providing specialist traffic engineering advice to public and private clients. They are involved in many things such as traffic design, traffic signal plans, public lighting, signs and line marking, active transport and more. Projects are still getting designed and other companies are taking those designs and building and doing maintenance work while traffic volumes are low. So Traffic Works has managed to maintain its 48 people workforce. The big issue is how do we take what we've learnt during this lockdown period and apply the best methods as we start to lessen the restrictions. I spoke to Emmanuel recently. Are you seeing moving within the broader transport area? What sort of reflections do you think are coming up now because of COVID-19? Well, I think it's really challenging the way we do our work. Yeah, this is something we're grappling with a fair bit as directors of the company. I mean, for the most part, we've been able to transition to working from home arrangement and things have got done and productivity has been as good as it has been before. So it starts to challenge just how you go about things from a work perspective. So I think that's one of the reflections. It's going to be interesting how well that stacks up over time and that's sort of my underlying concern that I suppose we've been able to transition to this stage because everyone's sort of invested in what the, the issue and the problem is because obviously everyone wants to keep safe and healthy. So they've obviously understanding of why they need to do this. I mean, over time, it's going to suit some people more than others. And then it's understanding how that transition is going to work and how it's going to work if some people are office space and some people aren't in the office. I mean, and depending on, on, I suppose, the seniority of that person and how that would work with the management of teams and potentially then as you hire new people in the future. Some of your employees are enjoying not commuting? Well, yes. The unfortunate, and Sydney, no doubt, is the same. You know, with such a large metropolitan area, you naturally draw people from right across the whole metropolitan area, and some have got the fortunate travel time of five to ten minutes to get to the office, while others have got 50-plus minutes travel time. That's each way. But then I definitely get the feedback that you miss out on that day-to-day communication with staff. Yes, you can Skype people, you can pick up a mobile phone, but it's just not as informal as just walking by someone's desk and saying a quick hello and how you're doing. We are mucking in at the moment to survive, but you as a manager must be thinking about the long-term ongoing relationships. Perhaps Mm. we might see people not totally telecommuting, but perhaps one or two days a week. Mm. Do you think that that sort of adaptability will come into the future? Yeah, I think that's where we we look like we will need to be going, yes. I think uh, more people now that they've got an understanding of how it can work for them will probably be wanting that sort of flexibility. That may, in the end, give the, the right balance of releasing that stress on the home environment in terms of travel time and other commitments and being able to get that balance right, as well as being in the office for those number of days and, and maintaining and still developing those relationships with your co-workers. 
And I think what it does now is just further demonstrates that trust relationship. And it's very important in the business to, to have that trust relationship because it works both ways. If you trust your employees, then they feel invested in the business and, and uh, want to do well for the business. Is this an opportunity where both management and staff can express how they want it to work, not just as a personal suite to make things, you know, that suits one side rather than the other, but how it might suit both sides together if we work on it together? Mm. Yeah, they're the conversations we need to start having now, especially as some of these restrictions start. The opportunity starts to present itself for some people to come back to work. We need to have those conversations about, yeah, where is that balance and and how would that balance best work, both for managers, both for um, uh, employees as well. Yeah, with a workforce of up to 48, you never have one sort of rule that fits all. There's a lot of diversity and, and diversity in where people are in their both their career and in their life situation. So we have to have a degree of flexibility to sort of accommodate all those needs now where I suppose traditionally none of those things were probably ever thought of or need to be considered. Those, those spaces said if you want to work here, it's nine to five, you have to arrive here at nine and leave here at five and, and uh, no other questions asked. Well, I think these days... The expectations of you know the current workforce, particularly the younger workforces, I mean they're prepared to work at night for you <laughs> if they know if they had that flexibility if they had to take one or two hours during the day to catch up on a personal thing. So it's demonstrating that you know it's not all about people you know not abusing the situation. People are showing that they're very responsible and and, and capable of taking on that responsibility and managing their workload and their time. How important is it then that everyone embraces the fact that it's not an all-or-nothing solution and it's not a one-size-fits-all? It's important that everyone's on that same level. Mm, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and that's going to be the key. And I suppose the key part of that too is, is how people perceive the risk with the COVID-19. You know, and that's what we found with our staff as well, there's different levels of how people perceive that risk and how people want that risk to be managed. I mean, all things being equal, yes, we can get that balance. We can work on that balance, but I suppose there may be still some individuals, despite doing as much as we possibly can to minimise the risk, that just feel that that risk hasn't been minimised enough for, for them and their personal or family situation. And then on those grounds, wish to continue to work from home for a longer period so that's going to be challenging because we just don't know what the answer to that is and how long that might last. Emmanuel thank you very much for your time. No worries David no thank you for the opportunity I appreciate it. And that was Emmanuel Natalicio who is the managing director of the Traffic Works Consultancy who are experts in traffic engineering. Are we there yet? Transport into the future is produced by Driven Media. Driven Media specialise in communicating technical and scientific information to professionals and the public and also facilitates planning and behaviour change in groups and organisations. You can send comments or suggestions to feedback at drivenmedia.com.au. All the participants have agreed to the recording and distributing of their comments.